Either stop being such a baby or stop sleeping over. I am begging you to invest in an air mattress. Please. For my back's sake. I've fallen asleep on the couch plenty of times. It's super comfortable. Sure, if you're used to lurking under bridges waiting for a gruff billy goat to pass by. Wow. A folkloric deep cut at this early hour? I'll deep cut as I see fit. I'm in agony over here. And if you don't want a spring for an air mattress, then you could let me share with you. I'm great at keeping people warm. Yeah, I bet you've got enough hot air to lift a balloon. <laughs> Laugh all you want, but I've never gotten any complaints. I complain about you all the time. Coffee? Yes, please. What I'm saying is, if we started sharing a bed, you'd have a lot less to complain about. I might even get you singing my praises. Where is all of this coming from? Apart from my desire to fend off scoliosis? Don't think that's how scoliosis works. <laughs> I'm attracted to you, Belle. I didn't think it was a secret. I've been flirting with you for ages. I thought that was just a tactic to try to destabilize me professionally. I was just a bonus. But we're not competitors anymore, remember? Now I flirt with no ulterior motives. Well, other than maybe getting off this couch on the nights I sleep over. Thank you, by the way. Falling asleep is easier when I know the house isn't empty. Don't say you know a way to put me to sleep even faster. I wasn't gonna. You've got a dirty mind. You've been a really good friend, Michael. You're coming with me as my plus one to Ellie's wedding, for heaven's sake. A responsibility I take very seriously. We're going to be the first ones on the dance floor and the last ones off. We'll see. But what I'm saying is I really don't want to mess up this friends thing. Being friends is really all you want from me? Yes. Of course. All you've ever wanted? Yes. Oh my god, you are such a bad liar! How did you make it as a lawyer? I make up for being a bad liar by always being right. And here we are. Only one right answer, and a lawyer who can't lie. Have you ever wanted to be more than friends with me? No. You're not feeling butterflies in unspeakable places? No. <laughs> You're not thinking about kissing me right now? No. Liar. Use your words, Janine. I can't give you what you want if you don't ask for it. Screw you. Kiss me. Was that okay? Yeah. Hmm. I, uh... I always thought kissing you would trigger the end of days. I knew you thought about it. I did not. But if I had, I would have known you'd gloat. So what do you say? Want to add some benefits to this friendship? Do the benefits include you taking over some of the deposition for the factory droid case? Oh, fine. Then yay, benefits! Benefits! 
You're listening to Life with Leo from Atypical Artists. This is Season 2, Episode 4, Life with Benefits, by Octavia Bray. Ah, wow, sorry. Leo, I always forget you're here now. Not much? I was just coming in to make breakfast, but I see at least one of you has already eaten. Don't slut-shame us on our anniversary. No shaming here. I just wasn't prepared for... Wait, anniversary? Five years. We start celebrating early and continue all day. And we celebrate all over the apartment. Normally, nobody's here to walk in on it. So you're saying I'm in the way? Well... Yes. Well, I can go get brunch somewhere. I've been practicing appearing human in public places. And how's that going? No one's arrested me yet. Then, when I come back, maybe we could- Come back? When we said all day, we meant all day. Like, don't come back until midnight all day. But where am I supposed to go? You guys are my only friends. Sad! Well, I guess there's Floyd, but he only responds to food. And I clearly won't be cooking anything until there's been a thorough decontamination. You could always take this time to make up with Janine. She'll be at work all day. Besides, we just came to a truce. Things are too fragile now. Again, very sad story, and normally I'm into being a shoulder to cry on, but it's my anniversary. Aggie? I'm with Ellie on this one. Happy anniversary to me. Is there really nowhere else you can go? I guess there is one place. Leo, darling. I was so hoping you'd come by for a visit one day. Hello, Penelope. How about those depositions, huh? Yeah, you were great. I think we might actually have time for a break. Any chance there's room for some benefits in this break? I guess that could be okay, since no one's around. I am around. Ah! Oh my gosh. I didn't know roommate could spontaneously communicate like that. I think mine's glitchy. It's always doing something unexpected. Yeah, like interrupting. Now, where were we? (laughs) My eyes! They burn! That's what you get for barging in without knocking. What are you doing here, anyway? Your roommate pinged me and said it was urgent, but now I'm in urgent need of a cornea transplant. Roommate, file a ticket for an AI maintenance request. Very well. But I assure you that all my systems are nominal. Your roommate is weird. Yeah, who makes these things, anyway? Lane Robotics. We have the ding to roommate now, don't we? Just to be prepared, I don't want any nasty surprises because I think the prosecution will stop at the factory droids. I'll leave you guys to it. But keep your hands to yourselves, okay? It was bad enough when you guys were constantly fighting. Now I'm worried I'll walk in on a different kind of wrestling. (laughs) Stop. Gross. Oh, Gray. Mmm, my favorite. How did you know? Oh, right. Don't say, oh, right, in that knowing way. I didn't program upon this for Earl Gray. I simply picked a popular blend and poured hot water over it. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you might have programmed me to share your interests. Why on earth would I do that? First of all, I'm partial to Oolong. Second, 
I always intended for you to be your own person. How is all that going, by the way? Being your own person. Penelope says I can be my own person one day, too. You're already very much your own person as it is, Freddy. Freddy? That's the name they chose for themselves. I'm gonna get my own body once the heat cools down around this factory droid thing. So you plan to just keep breaking the law? People want bodies. Who am I to deny them? Sure. Is something wrong, Leo? Would you like to take a tour of the facilities? See what upgrades I have available for you. Several of them are perfectly legal. That's okay. I just needed somewhere to be while Ellie and Aggie celebrate their anniversary. Oh, how lovely. I'll have something delivered to mark the occasion. Don't. They really don't want to be interrupted. (laughs) Why didn't you just go back to Janine's? You're settled there. You have your own space. Things are complicated. Is there really nothing I can do for you? I have a little time before I'm due before a judge for the seventh time this week. I'm fine. Maybe I'll just take a little nap. But you don't need to sleep. I know. I just feel tired. Possible connection to Leo. That's for the take-home stack. What's that? Nothing. Just saving some of these files as sedatives. You want to pass them over to me? Take advantage of those benefits? Hey, back off my sleep aids. Fine, fine. I still can't get over Lane's naming conventions. The factory droids are called Dirk. Diligent, industrious, and rigorous. I get. But khaki? It's for the standard coveralls they come packaged with. (laughs) She probably chose coveralls to fit the name. Oh, I would not put it past her. See, a lot of her droids have at least one meaningful letter. The A in the A.B. Butler series stands for Able. But there's a whole list of other letters she has for other droid series. The Diligent series we know, but there's also the Medical series, the Tranquil series for sleep therapy droids, and... She's got a Loving series? What's that? Yeah, I changed my mind. Have my sleep aids. Okay, damn. You know, if you're gonna whack me in the face with one benefit, you could at least kiss it better with another. That file barely grazed you. Look, I'm already getting a bruise right here. On your mouth. Specifically my lower lip. Convenient. Ow. You should know the nurse-patient thing doesn't really do it for me. Role-play my way this time and we'll do your thing later. Any chance it'll involve this conference table? In your dreams, these walls are glass and Rosemary will projectile vomit if she sees us. Leo? Wake up, my dear. Business hours are over. Uh, How long was I in snooze? Per your diagnostic, seven hours. Do you hope you're feeling more rested? Yeah. (sighs) Sorry I took up your office for so long. No problem at all. But speaking of diagnostics, I have been privy to yours. Oh. Yes. I can tell by the numbers that you haven't been doing well. No. Will you tell me why? They found the code that made me love Janine. And they took it out? Yes. Are you still in love? Yes. But I'm also... other things. 
That's why you no longer live with Janine. That's right. I did warn them not to fiddle. There's no telling what else might have been changed. I think I'm the same. I mean, I'm angrier. I feel more negative emotion than I did before. The same piece of code that made you love Janine dampened any feeling that would have compromised your affections. You may not be different, but you have been... affected. Did I overreact? Should I not have left? Should I put these feelings aside and just go back? Those were not rhetorical questions. Were I in your situation, my answers to these questions might not be the same as yours. How do humans respond to situations like these? To breakups? There is no one way. That doesn't help me! <sighs> Alright. Let's take it question by question. Did you overreact when Janine and her sister removed your code? I... I don't think so. Go on. I felt like I tore myself open for love. Also, Janine could search for answers in my entrails. That was... poetic. Next question. Should you not have left? How could I have stayed? I said such ruthless things. But did you really mean them? Yes. And I'm not ready to say I'm sorry. Which is the answer to my last question. You aren't ready to put those feelings aside and go back. And you know, Leo, I think that's fine. This is going to sound strange, but I think you may be the only person who understands me. What you're feeling? You've experienced a loss. You're dealing with grief. And if there's one thing I know, it's grief. I really thought you were going to say breaking the law. <laughs> well, that's the second thing I know. What are you grieving? My son. Oh. He would have been about your age by now. Oh. I first started developing my sentient science because of Ian. How did he die? The flu, if you can believe it. We've cured all manner of cancers, but that damn mutation just keeps coming back. And this time, it left with my son. What was he like? He was very playful, but thoughtful. He loved cooking, or at least attempting to cook. He was only eight. That's why you programmed a love of cooking into me? I imagine he would have been a lot like you. And I would have liked Ian to be in the care of someone like Janine. Really? For all her flaws, here is what I've learned about Janine through all of our trials. She feels deeply. She's incredibly defensive because she's incredibly vulnerable. It may be difficult to crack through all of Janine's layers, but I believe that for the right person, those layers will simply roll back. Were they rolling back with you? I think so. But then I... Got angry? Yes. Well, I don't know where you got your temper from. 
My Ian was an angel. So I was just one big experiment, huh? No more than any other firstborn child. You have the first one and think, that wasn't so bad, I did it. I think I'll do even better with the next one. The next one is me! We've spoken about eavesdropping, Freddy. But we didn't agree that I wouldn't do it. Heavens. I think this child takes after you. you are. I was worried the sushi was gonna go room temp. And yes, I actually ordered it this time. It's not another ruse. Sure. I'll start opening containers. Alright, dragon rolls on deck. What are those? I think I should be asking you that. After all, I did find these in your couch. No wonder it's been so hard to sleep on this thing. Oh, is that where those were? You know me, always misplacing files in my furniture. I should have realized months ago when you stole that one file from the conference room and then picked the fight with me over it. You were the one who started it. Don't interrupt. I'm connecting the dots. Do you have to? Yes. The empathy modules from that file, the Love and Droid series, the, the way he always calls me by my first and last name like it was programmed into him. Leo is an android. No, he's not. Liar. Stop lie detecting me. We'll be better at deception. Holy shit. Leo is an android with a personality. Does he have free will? No. He does. Leo is an illegal android. He was living in your house and you knew the whole time and you never said anything, even though it was against the law. Do I have that right? Couldn't you just let it go and eat sushi with me? <laughs> yeah. If that's what you wanted, then yeah. Because we're friends with inconsistent benefits. But because we're friends, I really hope that whatever you tell me, it's the truth. Leo is an android. As far as I know, he's the only loving model in existence. Okay, how did he- Penelope sent him to me. She made him for me because she thought I needed a boyfriend. But we weren't actually dating. He has free will, but it still would have been wrong. What with him being programmed to love me and everything. And with, you know, the law. Yeah, that too. But by the end, I'd have broken a few laws for what I thought we could have. By the end? We found the code that made Leo love me. Well, Ellie did, since she's good at that sort of thing. So the whole family was in on it. They were on the phone with me when Leo's wake-up protocol started. It was too late to hide him from them, so I never tried. Right. So, what happened when you found the code? Well, look around. Do you see Leo here? I think you can put two and two together. I'm sorry, Janine. So what happens now? Are you going to report me and get me sent to prison and steal all my clients? I'd leave Penelope, though. She is more trouble than she's worth. Again with the competitor bit? I was mostly joking. Not about Penelope, though. That woman is a real handful. I'm not going to report you. However, I am going to break up with you. What? You can't break I'm up with me. I'm breaking up our friends dating. with benefits relationship. That doesn't count as a breakup. We haven't even had sex yet. And it's killing you, isn't it? No, I'm just saying. It's not killing you? It annoys me, but I'm fine. Uh, okay, wait, hold up. You're not going to go to bed tonight feeling sexually frustrated. Nah. Excuse you? What? 
I'm not lying. I've got two hands and an active imagination. Things are under control. Listen, I'm not sending you to prison. Let me have this. Ugh, fine. I'm like so torn up about not being able to experience your sexual prowess. I want you. I need you. Oh, oh, baby. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Never mind. Shut up. <laughs> your Leo secret is safe with me. I know what it's like to fall for someone, even when you know it's hopeless. Yeah. You're not talking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Girl, no. I'm talking about a young Eartha kid. Woo! She was perfect. If I had been born a few centuries earlier, <laughs> I mean, look. Anyway, we're still friends. And will you still be my plus one for Ellie's wedding? Only if you get an air mattress for when I stay over. I can't take much more sleeping on your filing system. Deal. Deal. Life with Leo was created by Octavia Bray and is a production of Atypical Artists. This episode was written by Octavia Bray and directed by Shanae Howard, with sound designed by Julia Schifini. It featured Octavia Bray as Janine, Maximilian Coger as Leo, Angelique Francis as Ellie, Jennifer Zhang as Aggie, Philip Jordan as Michael, Caitlin Schneiderhan as Rosemary, Beth Eyre as Penelope, and Lauren Shippen as roommate. For complete credits, please visit lifewithleo.com. Life with Leo is executive produced by Lauren Chippen and Octavia Bray and assistant produced by Ada Louise. Our art is by Carlos Garcia. Thank you to all of our Indiegogo backers for supporting the show and thank you for listening. <laughs>